And that was in the way before time. That was in the dial-up days, uh, back when I was, you know, still in my 30s. Yeah. Um, according to Kyle. It's accurate. Uh, piss off. Um, Choices. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but then you have now uh, an ever-growing online community of multiplayer roleplay based off of video games. Yep. And the one that we are going to talk about today is Grand Theft Auto Five. Yep. It's so, uh, like a brief little intro intro on uh, Grand Theft Auto roleplay. Like it, it's been around for several several years. Uh, GTA. It's been around longer than GTA Five, but we're going to focus on GTA Five roleplay. Uh, you know what kind of got us into wanting to do this show or this episode of the show um, and talk about these topics. You know, like what's the like it's huge. You know, what's the, the lure of what's the draw? Why do people want to do? GTA roleplay, like what's the thing there? Um, and we also want to talk about servers. Servers are, you can't have the multiplayer GTA roleplay experience without a server to play on. So uh, we're going to talk about, you know, what goes in the development of the server, the different types of servers that are out there, um, little subgenres of roleplay servers, you know, the the rules, the ins and outs, um, just you know, however much we can cram in the time frame that we have to really kind of dive into this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So with that, hey, Kyle. Yeah. Let's talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. So do you want to, I know one of, I know one of our guests today very well. The other one, I just know through, through online. Do you want to mm -hmm. introduce them? Yeah. So we have, um, you can see our, our fancy backgrounds. Uh, we have, uh, I have. And Coda has uh, Star City roleplay backgrounds. Chris has some actual gameplay playing in the background of his, if you guys are watching on YouTube. Uh, we have prior guests from the show, our resident Star Wars uber nerd Coda. Our uh, Wikipedia. Who, our little, our walking Wikipedia, who helped us with so many Bad Batch episodes. Those were so mm -hmm. much fun. If you like Star Wars, go back and check those out. Uh, we have Mr. Coda with us, and we have Miss Claire with us down below. So I hope you guys are doing great. And thanks for being on the show. Thank you very much for being here. Yeah, anytime. Yeah, of course. So, Coda and Claire are both um, management staff, owners, runners, proprietor, whatever you want to call it. Uh, developers. Developers. <laughs> I was going to wedge that one in there. Of a new GTA roleplay server that is, uh, we're still in beta, correct? Mm -hmm. For now, uh, Star City Roleplay. And um, yeah, they've both put a ton of work into this server, and it is. I've been spending a lot of time last few weeks on it, and it is awesome. So thank you guys for being on. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah. So I'm already going to start going off the rail here. Um, That's fine. First, I want you guys to introduce yourselves and what exactly it is you do on the server. And then um, answer a very important question for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, GTA RP. Why? How is it fun? Why? Oh, it. You're just going why? That's it. why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll start with Miss Claire. Uh, what? Well, I feel, ah. okay. Hi, I'm Claire. Um, as far as is concerned, I am management's uh, our great, magnificent Coda, the developer's secondhand uh, in everything. Um, 
sure not a whole lot to say about myself. You probably should have started with Coda. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it's polite to start with our new oh, guest. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be that polite. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I help with managing everything related to Star City, including its uh, projects that go into development, things that need to get done, things that should get done, um, along with the actual community itself. I help out with uh, managing our community members, making sure that they're well taken care of. Awesome. Coda? Yeah. Um, I basically do everything she does, except for I, you know, I'm responsible for like the back end development side of things, you know, adding features to the server for, you know, people to go find and do like, you know, I, I, I help manage the community as well. Like, like she said, like I'm, she's my second. I, I wouldn't have done anything if it weren't for Claire. Like, I'm going to say that now. Like, if she wasn't there, Star City would not be happening. Trust me. <laughs> I would be crying in the corner at this point. No. Um, but uh, no, I, I anything she does, I do. Um, I like to, I'm the one that kind of started out everything and then kind of built along with a couple of other people like Claire and you know blasted props who's not here and a couple of other of our wonderful staff members and development team members but uh yeah um Claire did I miss anything do you see what I mean (laughs) I don't I I think we both kind of skipped the question of why um but I feel like there's that's that's so hard to answer um however yeah uh Coda basically is everything that makes star city run uh as far as mechanically and he is of course like one of the best um i've had such a great time actually being a part of the star city development mostly because you know coda um but it's really fun watching like his skill set increase from when we started star city back in 2021 as just an idea because we wanted to do something better uh versus today where he's slapping in complex systems in 30 minutes or less being all a bad bitch just slapping it in he is slapping a bad bitch. It in and he's like yeah i do it bitch but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um but as far as like why gta5 i couldn't tell you um it's something that you would have to experience for yourself you know if if you want to assume a new uh, personality and, and explore things that you typically might not get to do, you it's kind of like The Sims, but not really, <laughs> kind of, I guess. Not sure. No, that's a great explanation. Um, I can kind of like answer a little bit of why more a little bit more to like from like my side of things, like the like in the underneath of like development gta has such a like a following not just from the the like role play community but the right. modding community behind it so like it, gta has really essentially like minecraft in many ways become a platform if that makes sense yeah. for people to take and build off of like you have a bunch of a variety of servers like there's like some servers where you just go shoot each other or there's some servers where you just sit and build things you know with the props in the game 
and and then there's like serious rp servers like us and then there's also like some cool rp servers like different themes like apocalypse all that kind of things and so like there's a lot you can do with it i'm not saying it's easy <laughs> by any means but it it's definitely something that like more and more people are getting access to to be able to do and i think that's why the appeal is there not to mention that for for a game that came out 2013 it looks pretty good still yeah like <laughs> yeah it really does well they keep adding to it too right and, and you don't see that a lot in the gaming reason. community right because, like, I know we all get so excited when, like, a new DLC comes out because there's, like, new cars that, like, we don't have to add ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Sure. Make someone else do the work, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not only so. that, but, you know, as, as far as, like, from a, a player standpoint, um, I feel like a lot of people who are wanting to do or wanting to interact with the GTA environment would really enjoy like gta rp but you know be free of the uh let's just call it what it is shit lording that gta online players happen to do where mm-hmm. everyone's just running around and like blowing up everything um so people who are really into storytelling and would like to tell a story within the environment of gta 5 i really do feel like they might enjoy uh gta 5 rp at least in a serious manner now, I would like to like kind of <laughs> shoehorn something there because it's been said like a few times, you know, serious role play, serious role play. And I think that, that that term to some people may be like, oh, well, they're just going to be super serious about everything. I, my interpretation, and, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, throw yours out there of, of serious role play is not necessarily that it's serious in tone all the time is that you're you're taking that role whether it be a serious role or a lighthearted role or a common or whatever it is that you're doing you're serious about staying in character and you're serious about doing that and it making sense within the world it's not necessarily that you know you're like law and order special victims unit serious all the time about all of it like there's there's always there's always room there's actually a ton of room for levity and and funny things to happen you know being chased by animals and such. If yeah. you're watching the video, that's Kyle. That's behind me. Running from a monkey. Running from a monkey. And fist fighting a monkey. I kicked that monkey's ass, too. I think that's the NPC monkey, isn't it? That's Yeah, I did not know that that was. I thought it was, and I didn't know it was, and I realized that it was. I wasn't sure. There were so many things going on in a really brief amount of time that I didn't know how to handle anything, which was great. Uh, if you guys were just listening, go back. If you watch the YouTube of the show, you'll see behind uh, Chris there, his background is a looping gift of, of one of my characters getting in a fight with Monkey in Legion Square, which is the the central downtown area of Los Santos, which is the main city in GTA 5. Basically, he what Kyle's saying is if you've ever wanted to watch Kyle spank his monkey, it's mm-hmm. on video behind me. I beat that monkey so hard. There's our dick joke. There it is. We got it. We slipped it in there. Uh, <laughs> I, I no longer want to play Skittles. Okay. <laughs> Billy will be heartbroken if you don't. Uh, if Skittles just disappears, I, I think I think Billy misunderstood when he named Skittles Skittles because I don't I don't think he got the whole taste the rainbow part of that. <laughs> it, it clicked after. It clicked after. 
I'm like, we're just going to go with it. We're just going to go ook, with it. Ook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what's cool about like all, all this. I think, I mean, it's, it's, it's been around for a while. It's had time to like grow and mature and become like this, the GTA RP community as a whole. Cause you know, we talked about, uh, you know, 5M is the considered like the stepping stone to getting into not just RP, but you know, modified servers. 5M was multiplayer before GTA online um, became a thing. Um, and a lot of people talk about, you know, the, the, I guess you said like the commonly agreed upon date of GTRP taking off is right around 2016. Um, you had servers like SOE, Family RP taking off, and then you've had many, many more servers go since then. You know, the your no pixels and and things like that, and you have you know big streamers popping in. You had Coil and Soda popping, XQC, Stroud, Buddha, Summit. Everybody jumped in at different times and and played some GTRP, and I think that kind of helped boost the popularity of it because it being out there and being seen, you know, really made it, I think what it is today. I think the, the streamers really helped it a lot. Um, you know, pulling tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of people watching them play out as a character. Um, some of those streamers may not be the best examples of role play, but they, they did help popular, popularize it. God, words are so hard this morning. I can't words. English. So, and I, I like that you say it that way too, is because like, if you think about it, um, a lot of these people, they, it wasn't so much that they were, you had to be great or amazing at role play, but they kind of really normalized allowing people to role play. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying just like goofy characters, but like they got people comfortable playing like vulnerable characters, like mm. people playing a character, if that makes sense. Yeah. So not, like, so not what you're saying is more not, um, not just playing a game, but you're actually becoming the character and, and you're putting yourself in there. Yeah. Like the role play, um, like making yourself vulnerable. Right. Um, Cause like, I, I know, like, if you've ever played D&D or even just any type of role play, right? Mm -hmm. you, I don't care who you are. You are always a little self-conscious because you're like, oh, people are going to think I'm weird because, you know, I'm playing a character, right? And I think they, like, by these bigger streamers showing, like, hey, we're role-playing these characters, like, we're having a good time, people started to get really comfortable just, like, role-playing a character. Like, and that, that even goes for like things like D and D and like other things as well. Like, I don't know when I first started role playing in GTA, I was quiet as crap and I'm sure like <laughs> Kasich knows. Cause like he, he was kind of there for like the be beginnings of that. And then now I'm like, I'm a loud, proud, batty, batty bitch. Like <laughs> you're a bad bitch. You're a bad bitch. <laughs> And so, yeah, but. I was kind of the same way when I started. I was just kind of quiet. Like, I didn't. Well, like, I've said it several times. Like, it took me a couple of times before I could actually get into it and find a server that helped me just figure out what I'm doing. And I've, I was bragging to Claire before we started recording earlier that that's something that you guys are doing really well is you are very noob-friendly. Like, it, it's a daunting task to jump in because the controls are different than what you're used to. How you interact Jesus. with the world is different. How you customize your character. All these things are different. 
And unless somebody's st- like, if somebody's brand new, like Chris, mm-hmm. unless somebody steps up and helps them a little bit, they're going to be turned off before they even make it out of character creation. That's kind of what happened to me. My very first server, nobody would help me. And like, I had no idea how to do anything, not just the stuff that you need to find out in character and in game. It's just, it was just the general ability the to mechanics. function, to function in the game, you know, to do things. So you guys are doing a great job with that. Um, mm-hmm. Big, big, big props for that. Uh, I'm sure Callie can agree with me, but like, it's exhausting. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's easy by any means to like, you know, we're, we all make ourselves available as like much as we can. And like, even a lot of the community members will drop anything to help somebody. Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's exhausting. It takes a lot. Yeah. And honestly, like, while it is exhausting, and like you said, it's not easy, it, it's worth it in the end because if we as star city can help people who are brand new to RP, like come in and have a safe environment in which they can start learning about, you know, how this completely new environment works, because like you said, clothing is real weird. Uh, rockstar. I don't know what you were doing with that, but you know, they did that thing. So we're, we're having to help people figure it out, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then, so at that point we have to like help people figure out how do you interact with this environment now? Uh, it's not all of it is Mm self-explanatory. And so if you don't have anyone to help you with the setup, I I've met people who were turned off before they even got into the server because they couldn't figure out team speaker. They couldn't figure out all the additional things that are necessary to support 5M roleplay or GTA 5 roleplay. Um, so yeah, no, it's absolutely worth it because even if you if you start here and even if you separate and go into another server, you at least know the basics. You know that you had a starting point that was safe and not judgmental or people wouldn't ignore you when you asked for help. Kind of like build on that a little bit and talk about, you know, talking about making a server and, and making it work for the player base in there. And, and it's kind of like talk a little bit about what goes into making a GTA role play server from, we'll talk about from the community side. We'll go, Jeez. we'll go into the, the, the technical and development side um, after, but just from the community side, like you'll, you'll see serious pl- uh, servers and then you'll see some listed as light role play. You'll see some listed as like DOJ. And, and what do you guys see? as the difference in those type of servers. Like if you, if you had to explain it to Chris, if he was looking at, you know, a list of servers and like this one says serious, this one says light, this one says DOJ. Like, how would you explain that to uh, a newbie like Chris? No, please do. Because when I was just trying to get started yesterday, I'm looking at the list and all this stuff. It's like, what? I, I, I don't know. What do I pick? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the best way I, I would explain it is like, you know, you have your different genres, right? Like your different movie genres, you have sci-fi, you know, you have your your rom-coms, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of basically what GTA 5 is like. They have like role play. There's genres like there's like Kyle said, there's like the DOJ. There's the serious role play servers. The DOJ is like kind of like basically if... This is a really bad term, but like cops and robbers is what a DOJ server kind of is. Action movie. Right. Um, Whereas like a a serious role play server like Star City would be, you know, 
one of them recurring Disney Plus shows, you know, <laughs> that builds. One of like, them recurring Disney Plus <laughs> <laughs> Hey. One of them fancy Disney Plus shows. <laughs> it, it is ah, because, like, fancy stuff. You know, you 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 can have those episodes, like those in between moments, where like they're really wo- rewarding for like the long term viewer. Um, but they may not be like as cool for somebody who just started. But then there's also those episodes that everybody loves. You know what I mean? Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. <laughs> I don't. You walked right into that one. That's good. (laughs) I don't think I would explain this quite the same way, but I love this explanation. (laughs) (laughs) Callie's like, Coda's making a fool of himself, and I'm going to save him. I want to hear her explanation now, too. Yeah, I want to hear yours now. Oh, my God. Okay, no. Okay, so um, for someone who's brand new to RP, like to RP, but maybe not GTA 5, because almost everyone knows the name of. Grand Theft Auto, right? Um, I would explain roleplay servers as a degree away from GTA Online. <laughs> so we know like GTA that. Online experience, right? And right. so light roleplay would be like you are assuming the identity of a character, but there is not as much of a standard there. So you can still go, you know, into some some light storytelling but there's not a whole lot of development to it you can again just kind of do your gta online kind of thing but now you have a little bit of a story like a little bit of a character background like a one sentence character background kind of thing and then as you progress in role play like uh categories like we're semi-serious there's a lot of things that maybe in semi-serious role play servers which I won't name, but um, in semi-serious <laughs> roleplay servers, there's <laughs> there's a lot of things that might happen that would not be allowable in a serious roleplay server like Star City, where uh, you know if you get into an altercation in a semi-serious roleplay server, you might be you know inclined to behave in a way like running them over with a car, uh, but that might not be okay in a serious roleplay server because that is not what a uh, real person would be expected to do in that kind of situation. So like like Kasich was saying, um, it's not necessarily like serious. It's not a soap opera. That's something I would also like to express about <laughs> series roleplay servers. They're not soap opera like it's not, you know, what are they called? Like novellas, you know? Telenovelas. Um, telenovelas. It's not K it's not rom-com. It's not K drama. It's honestly just what a reasonable person would be expected to do with a little embellishment, you know? You know, okay, be dramatic, but don't be like, oh my my lover, he jumped off a building. No, no, none of that, please. <laughs> you you totally lost Chris's interest when you said it's not K drama. I would. He was. Kill. He was all on board until you said I that. Would now he's gone. Kill to have a K drama, K pop drama, RP. You know, honestly, if you if you do it the right way, you absolutely are welcome to. Do oh, that, that would be I think hilarious. That'd be really, that'd hey, be really interesting. Listen, like to have a K drama in RP. That sounds like really fun. <laughs> right. Listen. Anything's possible. Me, mm-hmm. me and Callie joked for a while we were gonna have like anime like girls that would just run around and just like put their like peace signs up and be like you know like they would only speak in tired lines from like really old anime 
<laughs> yeah, and then, like if they got oh, like really excited, awesome. just like quote like the intro of an anime, like but, because like, why you, the hell not? If you yeah, think why of, the hell not? if you think of the world as like this, well, not not even just this server, but like GTA RP is built around. You have Los Santos, which is you know a, a fictionalized, hyper dramatized version of Los Angeles. You would run into characters like that. In LA, especially up on Vinewood in Los Santos, where it's like, you know, the strip in Hollywood, like you would run into people like that. So that makes sense, mm -hmm. you know. And then I think that's like the big push for, or the like the driving force behind a lot of these, um, the role play is, you know, it's stories and role play over gunplay. You know, it's, it's not GTA Online Plus, at least, you know, this example, this server that, you know, we're going to use Star City a lot as the example in this because it's, you know, bias, it's, it's the type of server that I like to play on. And, you know, and you guys are here, so of course we're going to use that as the example. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's... It's something that you'll hear a lot is, you know, it's, it's the role play over the gunplay. It's not always about pulling your gun and getting the win in, in role play like you would want in GTA Online. GTA Online, you want to kill the other guy, you want to you be... On top of the, you board. want to be the most vile person. Yeah, you ever want to in GTA. own everybody, you know. Yeah, yeah, but there's, but you guys, there's standards to role play, and and there's rules, and and mm -hmm. like, how do you? So let's like, let's go on rules for just a minute. Cause that's something that I think some people, I don't want to say it's a, it's it's a turnoff. I think because they don't understand why they're in place and and what you know why you have to have those. And so how do you, how do you guys go about deciding? You know, I know, but tell our listeners like how you guys go about deciding the rules and how you implement them and why they are there, so, and what kind of rules are used in this type of server. Yeah. So when we started our our project of Star City, like we wanted our rules to be pretty basic and straightforward to understand, so that like somebody new, like Giver per se, mm -hmm. um, would be able to pick it up and like read the rules easily because. There's been some servers. Let me tell you, the rules are a novel, mm -hmm. right? We a really novella. <laughs> like a big novel and um, pages and pages and pages of rules and subsets and shit. Exactly. Like, you know, there's an entire thing about fail RP when, you know, fail RP is just doing something that you wouldn't do in real life. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, but we we really wanted to keep ours basic and pretty straightforward to the point so that we could edit it in the future and a lot of our rules were kind of built around our own experiences and how we've interacted with these types of rules you know like most places like most servers they're they're hostage rules you can't have like fake hostages we allow fake hostages it just counts towards things like your player criminal limits there's you know player criminal limits that's just to make sure that, you know, people don't just plan a, a bank robbery and have 25 people gun down the three cops that show up. You know what I mean? And a lot of it's to keep things fair and balanced. So not so to restrict your role play, but just so that it lets everyone else have a fair chance at getting that role play. I think that's the best way to say it. Wouldn't you agree, Callie? Mm -hmm. Um. And I'm a firm believer, and I, I, I'm, I've always been this way. I don't like restricting role play with 
even server mechanics to do certain things. Like I would rather people just RP it out, but that's well, not always the case. Well, kind of like to build <laughs> off of that. I think a good example of that would be, and this is something that that I harp on a lot and that has turned me away from servers before is the medical role play or lack thereof. And you know, you saying that um, you don't like to have a server mechanic limit you. Um, I think what you're going on is like there you're you're given the freedom to choose. You know, so we say medical role play. You get hurt, you're downed, or or even not even down. You just want to play out that your character is injured or ill in some shape or form. You're not limited by the server is going to say, "Oh, okay, well you have a broke leg now because you fell three feet." Or things like that. You, you're given the freedom to choose. You know, I got a twisted ankle, and and you play it out with the other characters. You describe what's happened. You you do things, and that gives you a lot more freedom to um, have that experience, and ha- and then let the other person that is you know treating you or around you when this happens, you know, enhance their experience because they don't know what's going to happen. You know, I think once you get once you have server mechanics for certain things, like this is how this is going to happen if you do this then you start expecting things like, oh, okay, well, I saw Chris's character fall. He's going to have a broke arm automatically. Like, you know that in the back of your head. And it's hard to not let those things influence your role play that you're wanting to do because, I mean, it, we're, we're all human. Things are going to subconsciously influence us. And if there's less mechanics and it's more open for player choice and freedom to let it play out like they have, then you have things that surprise you, like a downed monkey that EMS has to show up to and figure out how to treat, you know, things like or a monkey that has been riding around in your car that gets drilled by a car (laughs) running away from you Mm -hmm. like right (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah no um i that's that's a big thing that we built star study upon is just i don't like restricting people by things like i want them to be able to choose for their character and their story weird free will within reason crazy within weird. reason but yeah but weird mm-hmm. and then i'm sitting over in the corner like <laughs> um here comes the monkey army only one at a time i can handle one monkey at a time i can handle multiple monkeys coda unleash like 10 on them listen that monkey was not me <laughs> no it, it was props <laughs> yeah he had, uh I will say, okay, before we like go into the, there's some, I'm going to brag on you guys for something. And I don't remember which one of you guys I bragged to about it. It's probably me. It may have been. One thing that I've noticed that you guys do, um, and I don't know if it's like intentional or not, but it, it's great. Sometimes role play gets stale. You get a lot of people or you don't have a lot of people and you're trying to run around and find something to do. Um, and especially like early in a server's life cycle, there's going to be times when the pops down until, you know, you're, you're trying to build population slowly and organically and not have this huge boom of people all at once. Cause it's going to be overwhelming, but sometimes it gets a little slow and, you know, like you'll find yourself doing grindy things or this or that. You guys have found ways to, I don't want to say like interject yourself into other people's role play because that's not what you're doing. You're making things happen that give people the, the choice to interact with or not interact with an event or a character or something to kind of a little, a little nudge to get a story kicked off and going. And I know we keep talking about the monkey, but I think that's like a great example. It was a little bit slower that day. And I was running around trying to find something to do. And all of a sudden, you know, these wild animals show up 
And I think, you know, it was originally, I think, a thing just like, oh, we're going to mess with K-Sig a little bit. And, and like you guys knew, I would roll with it and have fun with it. But it, it developed into this whole, like, two and a half hour long thing that went on forever that was great. And, like, it didn't just affect me. There was, I would say, probably 12 other players that got affected by it at some point in time through the course of it. And that was from just, like, one little thing that you guys kicked off that started this whole storyline that everybody got experience and everybody had something to go off of with it. And, and uh, you know, went from me to the guys down South that were working at the, uh, was it at, at atomic to mm-hmm. the police, to, you know, things up North, it just, it made this whole thing happen and it, it provided, you know, several hours of entertainment for multiple people and multiple groups doing multiple things. So I'm, I'm going to brag on you guys for that. So it's like the, from an, a person who's never really done this, besides getting the system yesterday, trying to figure out stuff, and while they were trying to figure out something, might have punched a window at the Lamborghini dealership and damaged it because um, he couldn't figure out what the hell he was doing. <laughs> um, so it sounds like that they're more like they're almost like the DMs of the world furthering the story. There you go. Like you're saying, when you get stale, they're the DMs um, either messing with the players or putting um, some sort of obstacle in the way or something, some sort of side mission to further along the story. For the most part, yeah. seem pretty accurate. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, oh, I love you. Kyle knows this. I love me a good curveball, curveball and role play. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time mm-hmm. to everybody. That is very true. I have seen him go do the most chaotic things. <laughs> and he's laughing because like he knows it's like super, super chaotic. Yeah. That 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 <laughs> creates some of the coolest things that could happen. You know, there's there's just lots of good that comes out of that. Was where yeah. I was trying to get with it. And I like me personally as a role player, I, I appreciate that that it it helps get other things going. And, you know that that's good role play. Um, a term that gets thrown around a lot that I, I think as a new player, and I'm doing a lot of this to for Guyver's benefit, even for Chris's benefit, is uh, you know terminology of things. You'll you'll mm-hmm. you'll slowly pick up on it, but I think um, anybody that's listening to this, and, and if you're new to any role play server, not just you know Star City, but um, you know I'm fine with you guys using this for anything that you want to. I'm sure Chris would be as well. I'm totally going to speak for him. Um, is you know, <laughs> it's some of the terminology, you know, like fail RP. You know, to us that's been that have been doing this for a long time, we know fail RP when we see it. It's just like you know, how do you give a definition for the word the? You know, we you just know we know fail RP when we see it. But if you were going to explain it and to to somebody new like like Chris, you know what? What would you guys, what would your definition of fail RP be? How would you explain it to somebody new? That's actually a really good one. That was one of my questions. Not fail RP, but how would you explain this? Mm-hmm. I think our our rule set actually um, kind of simplifies fail RP into a really good sentence. And it's basically just conducting yourself in a way that would not really be considered a rule break, but does not abide by the standards of role play. So like, basically, if you are, um, you know, 
going about your your day you're just doing a you know good old fun fashion bank robbery and you're being chased by the police uh and then you decide to fling your car off a mountain um, I was gonna say yeet your car off a mountain, but that you works. Wouldn't, oh, you wouldn't reasonably, it. <laughs> yeah, right. You wouldn't reasonably expect yourself to come out of that completely unscathed. Um, even doing that alone is something that can constitute fail RP because again, most people would not even even if they are kind of crazy, most people would not reasonably be like, yep, we're gonna escape the police by flinging ourselves off a mountain. That's just not something people do. Um, so I feel like that's kind of like what it is, but yeah, you're you're right completely because. You know, it's intuitive to us, but for new people, they they don't really know. Yeah. So would it be safe to say it's like a common sense RP is what you're kind of saying? Mm-hmm. That's too much common sense, Chris. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, no. My bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, if there's fail RP is just like we've said before, is just kind of something like Guyver. As an example, um, say you were planning to rob a bank. W- mm-hmm. Would you walk into that bank with no mask, no gloves? I hope not. You know, no gun, and then be you like, "Have a banana." Right, but do, would, would would you do that? No, no, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> um, for for most people's oh. characters, it would not make sense for them to do that. Um, yeah. I can you know, see that. I, I can see what you're saying there. There's there's a thing of uh, I think if it if it makes sense for your character to do and I think one thing that goes into the whole fail RP fail role play thing is people not setting limits and boundaries for their characters. Um, I think that's that's the that's a big driver thing for fail RP. You have um, just because you can do it mechanically within not just GTA, but within the server, does it mean that you should do it? And it's not always true. You know, does it make sense? You know, it wouldn't make sense for your cop character to go around robbing pedestrians in their time off. It wouldn't, you know, cause they're a cop. Uh, it would, it wouldn't make sense for your character necessarily to know how to, you know, fly a plane, drive a boat, rob banks, make meth, <coughs> make Coke, grow weed, do, you know, be a jack of all trades. That just doesn't always make sense. Yeah, you can do it mechanically within the game, but I think setting limits for your character that you're playing not only makes things more believable, it makes for a more desirable uh, character to be role-played with by other characters. That makes makes you really think out your story and, and what you will do. Um, you know, I'll use an example of one of my characters. My main character that I always played was uh, Bronco. You know, he knew how to, and, and other servers, he knew how to, you know, an example is he knew how to make meth. He knew how to make meth, and he knew how to manufacture it. He knew how to sell it. He knew how to, the entire process within that server. But his backstory was, kept him from actively going out and manufacturing meth. He would not do it. Um, he does not take hostages unless he absolutely has to, you know, and Coda's ran into this playing with Bronco before he'll do it, but he doesn't always do it just because you can do it. doesn't mean that you do it. And so that makes you be creative on, of ways of how to interact with, have, have other people interact with your character. You end up doing things like, I don't know, taking a dog hostage and 
Or trying to ransom it. Or trying to ransom a dog, you know, that it may happen to belong to the chief justice of the entire city. So, um, those, <clears throat> yeah, those, about that. You got your dog back eventually. <laughs> but again, I think, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Exactly. exactly. Because it makes more fun. Like, I know that Chris is playing a, a basically straight up civ, civilian character, as far as I know, you know, no matter. No, you know, but I know that's what you were interested in doing is, mm-hmm. is seeing this world as if you were just regular, you know, Roland making your way through through your daily life and and just seeing what's happening. And that's one of the, that could be one of the fun things. You don't have to be a criminal. You don't have to be a cop. You don't have to be a mess. You could just be a regular person living your daily life out and things will happen that will be interesting. And that may eventually drive you to becoming a criminal or a cop or you know, going crazy or doing different things or just still just living out your life normally. And that's or just that's something crazy right? and having a redemption arc and becoming a cop or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so. So I, I think that that kind of grabs a lot of that, that fail RP. Uh, and along those lines, there's, there's lingo. There's role played lingo that I think is, it, it took me so long to pick up on. Oh, wait, 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 look who's coming. Uh, what? I know I, that's who I was talking to on the phone. Oh, <laughs> Just in time. <laughs> our our third guest, Mr. Blasted Props, who can't He's hear us right now. Yet. That's fine. I'm just I'm just gonna keep talking about him because he can't he can't oh he can hear me now. Okay. I know. No, this guy is amazing. He's still connecting. That's all right. Well, what do we need? How long does it take to connect? Hey, there he is. Mr. Props. Hey. <laughs> Morning, sunshine. He's still connecting to audio. <laughs> he there looks he so serious right now. He can go. He, oh, he can hear us. Maybe he, he's nodding in agreement. Good yeah, morning, Propsy. <laughs> um, did you enjoy your nap, Props? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I've been no. awake this whole time. This whole time. Oh, so late time. on purpose. Okay. You pop in. He 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 was um. He was, was testing some thing. things on the, the dev server yeah, for me the thing, and got yeah. like real into it. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's dedicated. When I, when I tell you somebody's dedicated to Star City, that man right there. The thing of the thing and the old lady and the thing. Well, Mr. Props, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, we've already introduced the other two. Um, we do have... You guys, if you've listened to our show, you know who Props is. He's been on. He's known. And known. He, he is also staff on Star City Roleplay. And you've popped in just in time for us to talk about lingo within lingo, lingo within the role, the GTA role play world. There's a lot of terms and things that get used um, that, and I keep, I keep, I'm not trying to like bash on Chris over here. They're talking like <laughs> he's, he's the perfect example though, because he's like one day into GTA role play. I'm not even one day into it. I'm like, he's like 15 minutes into 15 it, minutes into it, but there's a lot of terms and things. Punch a goddamn window. <laughs> You'll hear people throw around that you may not understand. So if you're if you're playing for the first time, if you're watching somebody stream this, or if you're trying to learn about it, you'll hear things like you hear, hear terms like locals, flex your muscle, look through your eyes, just flew and take muscle a nap. spasm, muscle spasm. Oh god, muscle spasm. And so all these things. So punch everyone. This is we're gonna we're we're gonna do a terminology primer. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. It'll be fun. Trust me. So, like locals, you hear people say locals a lot. We know what it is. Locals is just your in-game AI NPCs that are walking around driving cars, 
normally causing, sometimes causing a lot more havoc than the actual players in the game because occasionally they can't drive. And they launch you through a windshield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the cops don't do shit about it. <laughs> I know. Get on it. <laughs> cops. Props, cops. Um, you know, this is something that, that I didn't know for the longest time when somebody would tell me to look through my eyes. Like, I am looking through my <laughs> eyes. Like, you know, and I'd have been playing for months. I, one of my characters got pulled over for speeding or something, and the cop told them to, it's like, I need you to look through your eyes and walk backwards. I'm like, looking through my eyes. So I kept trying to walk backwards. I'm like, no, look through your eyes and walk backwards. Like, I don't know what to do. You know, <laughs> you know just look through your eyes is, is, is going into first person, you know, just flew in is you just, that person had just logged into the server, take a nap. You need to re-log to fix, you know, some type of error. Uh, flex your, flex your F muscle, bro. Yeah. Flex your F muscle. So somebody tells you to flex a muscle, they're basically saying press a key on the keyboard. <laughs> if you don't know how to do something like flex that muscle or, you know, do it in chat or, uh, you know, do the emote for it. Uh, think about, um, I don't know. Cops, Sit. what's a good one? Yeah. Think about think bed. about sitting. Yeah, think about better. Think about sitting one time. You know? yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a good one, Chris. Like, you know, if somebody tells you to think about something, they're, they're mm-hmm. telling you to use the what looks like the global <clears throat> chat box, and you, know, you press T and it pulls up the chat and you do a slash command. They're they're trying to explain to you in a non-immersion breaking way. That's what like all of this terminology is. It's it's ways to I guess relay information that necessarily isn't immersion breaking, but it's trying to convey important game mechanic information or different things. So you sure, kind of sure. function if it's you're trying to do something that you don't know how to do, or they're needing you to do something, you know, medically, police wise, or whatever mm-hmm. the situation is. Um, you know, you got a spider it means you've got a like weird visual bug, and you need to your your player model is like locked up or acting where you needed like jump to break free of it. I'm trying to think of other terminology. I kind of listed the basics, but Basically, to me, so from the outsider view looking in, it looks like it gets easier with time. It just takes time to figure it out. Right. It's it's not something that's intuitive because it's a whole new way of thinking. Yeah. That's a great way to describe it. Yeah. I, like, I, I would never think of fighting a monkey. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. We're doing a police report <laughs> about said monkey fight. You brought that upon yourself. Go ahead, Coda. <laughs> I what, what was I gonna say just now? I don't know. Um, you know, or you know, what was I gonna say? What was a, a good example? Son of a bitch. Anyway, oh, yeah. we you've been on our I've, show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you've been on our show. You know, shit, a, balls, ball shit. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have yeah. a. Um, this is- <laughs> Have a cough drop. This is up my ass. Oh, cough drop. That's a good one. That that's a real good one. So um, explain that one. Probs, you explain it. I've been talking about. Um. Lot. So basically, having <laughs> when somebody says here to have a cough drop or you need to take a cough drop, your vocals are messed up. The speech from your microphone isn't coming through clearly. They're asking you to either. Like reset your vocal system, your team speak, your mumble, whatever, or you need to take a nap, which means to you need to log the f out and back in. 
Oh, those that's sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna squirrel us a little bit. That that does bring me back to when like Breacher, um, you know, vet, um, he was first learning to role play, and (laughs) I think was it props? It was you, right? That you told him to go take a nap, and like he went and like laid in the bush and just sat there, because like I I, was that you in vet? It might have been. I don't know. I we've helped a lot of people, but like, <laughs> I just remember. So we told somebody to go take a nap, and they just went and laid in a bush, and they just sat there, and they didn't know that it meant to log out. <laughs> it was amazing. it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, so they? How long did you let them sit there for? Not long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like it's two days later, and vet's still sitting there. Mm, he's eventually yeah, not vet. that long. No, he's eventually starved and dehydrated. <laughs> so that's that. I always think it's cool that the there's just this terminology and this way of talking that's developed around GTA role play that you know if somebody's saying something that seems kind of weird to you they're probably trying to convey some message to you without breaking your immersion you know and your immersion is being immersed in that world and that character and the things that you were doing uh, you know trying what's your to favorite number what's your favorite number you know your player oh, ID yeah, send emails. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you oh. send me an email? Send me a message in Discord, basically. Yeah. Um, oh, what is it? Oh, I have a case of scaphitis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Watch out for that slick owner. What, what's scaphitis? <laughs> scaphitis <laughs> is like, it's like a game. Yeah, you're scuffed. Like mm-hmm. something in the game mechanics or something in the server isn't functioning the way it's mm-hmm. supposed to. And so, like, you know, it happens like with every server, like you get scuff. It's just impossible not to encounter it is mm-hmm. where like, you know, I may have like an item to interact with something and it works for Kate Kyle, but it doesn't work for me. I'd right. be scuffed. Like, like, I'm, like growing know. plants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, just, it's, 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 it's another way of saying like a glitch, basically. Yeah. Exactly. It's a bug. Yeah. Oh, some yeah. sort of bug. Okay. And, and okay. it's a bug yeah, that's sense. like local to your to you yourself. Like other people yeah. may not be experiencing it. Sometimes um, logging out and back in can fix it. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's just it's just there. Some, sometimes you have to pray Into to the, the agents unknown. to come help you. Mm-hmm. Into the, sometimes it's a five M issue. Yeah. yeah. Um what's another one? Oh, headaches. I didn't put headaches on here. So um as well optimized as these servers are and can be and Star City is probably one of the best optimized ones I've played on yet. You're still gonna encounter areas where certain things may not be optimized the best and you're gonna have like frame drops and things are gonna be a little stuttery and stuff. And so a lot of times like when you're driving you say, Oh, I'm getting a headache, that means you're having really bad frame drops or stutters or something that's really kind of keeping you from being able to drive or, you know, go somewhere and that makes sense yeah it makes a lot of sense like if you're say you're in a vehicle like me and you were in a vehicle together chris and i'm driving i say hey dude i'm having really bad headaches that means something on my end typically is causing my game to stutter and i'm not able to do things so we may you know switch seats and you drive because i i'm rubber banding to figure it out right that that's kind of leading into like um head pops oh my head popped my head popped i blacked out my game crashed. crashed. Your game crashed. My game, my game crashed. Yeah. I caught a I got a free trip to Hawaii. <laughs> they gave me fruit and uh, I, I sat next to a guy named Robert. I'll be right back. I got salami. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, you're going to Hawaii? Take me. No, we're not. No. no. 
No, you don't want that. <laughs> no, you don't. don't. I heard salami and got excited. I know. Listen, that that was an error, right? Because like our team is always learning. Like there was a crash. It was like what was it? Like salami something. And so like we always we just started referring to it as salami. And like we were all so frustrated because we went through every single little thing that we could think of. Salami golf something. Salami golf oxygen. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So that's uh yeah. when five AM has a crash, <laughs> it'll it'll throw a you know an error message up on your screen. It's usually Salami listed, golf listed as a, a a random three word whatever uh, moniker identifier for the the crash. Legacy then, crash name. <laughs> yeah, legacy crash name. That's what I was looking for. And so if there's an issue, and it's not always with the server you're playing. A lot of times it's with something within 5M, which is, you know, your backbone for all this. Uh, and we're, we're about to talk about server development. So go to the guys down and gals and everybody will be able to talk about it better than I can. Um, you'll see those codes pop up often sometimes. And that helps diagnose, you know, what's causing it and then trying to fix it. Sure, sure. I mean, it helps sometimes. Sometimes. Well, at least you know it. Unless it's a reported issue inside of 5M completely, and it's been reported over 8,000 times. We have to guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good segue into, like, server development. I mean, you guys doing, you know, Mm -hmm. they're using existing scripts and custom scripts and your maintenance and things. Talk, you know, a little bit about what you can discuss um is a lot of this like trade secrets we've kept everything so secretive is like, there I, is there a reason for that yeah so it's kind of to prevent like a subconscious meta like the only person that knows a hundred percent well I, I i don't even know a hundred percent everything um i've car- compartmentalized information w- regarding like crafting like drugs you know weapons crafting mm-hmm. everything like there's things props knows that Callie doesn't, and there's things Callie knows that props doesn't. Like there's locations that I had props, like I could find out if I wanted to, but because I want to role play and find out, there's locations that I had props go through and do, and I just put them in. If that makes sense, like that I, makes I sense. didn't, makes a lot of sense. I didn't look at any of the information. I just put it in. They're in. I I don't know where they are. I I know it works. But I have All no idea what the they Easter do. Eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's the best way to describe it for me, thinking about it logically. Then is the sum of all the parts equals the whole. Is what mm-hmm. it is. So, like, props may be doing all this, and Cody you're doing this, and then Callie you're doing this, all and it all comes together to the larger picture. But you're each in your your own lane. You guys are staying in your own lane. You're not crossing lanes. It's oh, we cross lanes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you can cross. So you are crossing lanes, but you try and stay in your lane for your part, for the mm. most part. So some sometimes, sometimes. but go ahead. So okay, no, I'll, I'm gonna. Okay. I'll get it. I'm just trying. I'm so trying to. I'm trying to understand this. So sometimes say it's I'm okay. working on a project. Okay. It's not inherently specific to the server i'm just messing around nine times out of ten that's usually what i'm doing is i'm just messing around doing something sure and then it's like hey you guys want to see what i'm working on yeah and i show them and they're like you know it'd be cool if you did this and then they're like yeah then we could do this and this and this and this 
and then help? eight hours later we have this whole different plan of me just what is originally just messing around and it been, it gets implemented into the server and then it's testing and testing and testing to make sure everything works and how it functions and sometimes at the end of the day it's yeah let's use it let's keep it let's it's there and or it's just nah <laughs> shelve it <laughs> I put it on the shelf i think though actually in related to like in relation to that like the question um as far as like what it takes to start a server there's a lot of um there's a lot of work that goes into it and some people may disagree but Akoda and the rest of the team has been working for we've been working for months trying to get star city to the point that it is you know today and the fact that we wanted to ensure that star city was stable and was well crafted um, some people would disagree and they would say like, oh, well, you can get a server running in like less than a month with pre-built, you know, scripts and everything else and things that you find online, you can just put them all together and make a server and, and go. But I don't think that that's, that's not the path that we've taken because I've watched Coda sit down and struggle through actually coding our, our server. Um, so that way, you know, it's, it's, it's right. It's done right. Versus, you know, some other places that are using, you know, leaks or stolen resources and, you know, uh, how do you say, like, copy and pasted resources and drag and drop resources. Um, but no, there's there's a lot that goes into the creation of a server and its community even after that. See, I, what I really like about the th what the three of you have been doing this whole episode is you're not shitting on other servers. I mean, you are, but you're doing it without you're doing it in a nice way when you have to. You know what I mean, though? I mean, I'm not saying you're shitting on them, but you're saying it's not where you wanted it to be, and that's why you're doing it the way you're doing it. I like it's how you guys are doing like, that without doing that, without naming stuff. Yeah, it's not so much as, like, shitting on them. I'm not saying that, like, you know, they're bad or anything. Well, okay, right, right. we're using stolen things, but, like, they want to do it that way, and that's fine. That's that's good for them. That's their server. We that's wanted the route something. They chose. Yeah, that's the route they chose. And I'm not, if it works for them, I love it for them. But that's not what we wanted to do. And we wanted to have, you know, Star City in the way that we wanted it. Sure. And the goal that Coda set forward when he started all this it was something very specific. And we've gone forward in a way that would get us to that. And yes, it's taken a while. Uh, and yes, it is a lot of hard work. We have been Three complete rewrites, <laughs> complete rewrites, and everything else. We've gone through, you know, data centers fucking it up for us and everything else. Um, I cried there's for a, week. a lot that goes into it. But when you ask <laughs> if it's like trade secrets, right? Yeah, like the coding itself is like a, I, I would say, coda, it's <laughs> kind of like a trade. What the code says is a trade secret, but like the, the process of actually doing this, there's resources about it. You can read about how to start a 5M server. We'll teach you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so do you think it's? Says, to, you're welcome. Go for it. I mean, you've done a lot of you've done a lot of custom stuff that that you guys have wrote specifically for that. And so, do you got? Do you feel like that's easier to work with and troubleshoot because you know what's in it because you wrote it rather than going out and grabbing it from some paste bin somewhere and not necessarily you know just knowing that it works because a bunch of other people have used it. But you don't know the the innards of it, you know how things flow through it. 
See, and that's the thing about me is like, that's another reason why it took so long, right? Like these guys would like send me the like different scripts and different things. And, you know, like I would see them and like, I still use scripts that are on GitHub or like, you know, that we buy, but there's not a single script other than the ones that obviously I can't for legal reasons de decrypt and decompile, but I go through every single one and rework it in some way to suit our needs. Like there isn't a single script that I think there isn't one no. that I haven't gone in and changed or redone. Like there was one, what, what was the script? Um, I was going to, yeah, like the keys, like the locking and unlocking a vehicle and giving keys and stuff to people. I was going to half-ass it and use one that um, I found and just adapt to our framework and how we do things. And every time I go to half-ass something, I do it. I ask, ask props and Callie, like I do it. And then like an hour later, I'm like, nope, I ain't doing it. And then I redo the whole thing. <laughs> Entirely. Right. Which happens. And it does happen. And, you know, there, there's a lot that goes into it. And I, I like to be able to touch everything. And like, I will say like all, all the custom scripts that I've written from literally nothing are a lot easier to work with than something that I've had to take apart and rework. And, you know, there, there are certain parts of scripts that are the original thing. Cause like, I didn't need to touch it that like I get in there and I don't, I don't, particularly know what that you know that part of that script does but i figure it out mm -hmm. um and like you know it's not i have these guys to support me like you know if i'm like up in my hair like i'm like i don't know what to do they're like work on something else so is it's, that it's, it's a process that that very hands-on approach with like everything that's going into that how has that really helped you you as a team with um not just maintenance um because i mean there's there's maintenance that goes goes along with it as, as script change and you get 5m updates and gta updates and all these things but also the the troubleshooting and testing is has that made the the troubleshooting and well the testing and the troubleshooting part of running the server easier because You've been, you know, elbow deep in all these scripts and and know the ins and outs. I've noticed, you know, firsthand, like I would say, ninety five percent of the issues that I've come across, no matter how random, or I come across some random shit, um, you guys are able to fix within like an hour, and it's not like days and days of waiting for fixes and things like like oh yeah, I know what it is because mm -hmm. you know is that what has allowed you to be able to do things like that? Yeah. I would say so. And like the communication and like, like props and Cali learning like the lingo and like, they may not know how to fully code like I do, but they know and understand some things to the point where like, I could be talking about, Oh, well, you know, that's because like the, like what was happening when you helped us Kyle with the, the metadata of the durability, mm -hmm. like the weapons didn't have a durability for whatever reason. And I like, you know, those, you guys were all troubleshooting it and I just, I'm like, oh, it's this. And you guys are all like, oh, well, what the well, hell? And then there's things that props and Cali just know. Like and they, it comes they, and it, it came with a long time, like 
Callie stated earlier, we've been working on this thing for a while. And it's just through the processes of like troubleshooting and figuring it out. And it just takes time and time and time. I can't tell you the amount of times I have completely destroyed my GTA games and I've had to delete and re-download GTA because I completely broke my game. <laughs> but it and comes with just time. Like yeah. you start figuring out the quicker ways to troubleshoot things and figure it out. Yeah. And a lot of it is because we we spend so much time together working on this. We have spent days like from waking to sleep we have spent days together working on uh these like working on getting things together and working on getting scripts implemented and then testing them rigorously as they're being implemented so uh, sometimes a lot of what what people are running into now when they're in star city we've seen it before so we know what to do uh and that's because we've sat there and watched coda make it (laughs) sure sure or I've there's been times like there's always times where like I'll be working on something and like yeah I have my other laptop and I have like Zach's computer for a client but there's times I need more than one person to just literally sit there while I'm working on a script in the ga- in the server like to just sit in front of me so I can interact with them in a certain way right and <laughs> sometimes like, hey, we open five up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We open up 5M in one window and we got everything else going on on our other monitors. And it's just like, he's doing his thing and we're going to keep plugging away on this thing. Mm-hmm. And if we need to like pan over, type in a few things, do a few things. He's like, can you see this? Can you do that? Open your F8 command menu. Yeah. And that's just like the coding side of things. Like we haven't even talked about like you know, modding the map, um, you know, modding clothing, you know, it's, anything it's like, like you knew that. What was it's coming a lot. Next. <laughs> it's, it's like you knew. There, uh, you know, that, that is something that I've noticed that you guys have done really well. And I know, Chris, you don't have like a point of reference for this. No. Uh, this is one of the, the more, what's a good word? Pretty cosmetically pleasing aesthetically pleasing aesthetically pleasing servers i've been on and and i mean i'm i'm just going to put it down like they're to just a one thing and that's trees just trees man trees <laughs> it it's it's a really you know it it's not your your stock gta 5 visual experience but it is but it isn't you know there's there's been enough tweaks and a lot of things are are fairly subtle. Some of them are more in your face that that you guys have done to make make the the Star City version of this its own. You know, I've had I, I remember, you know, props show me, hey, like, what do you think? You know, like a long time ago, before I even hopped in and tried to help test out some things, you know, the the trees and the colors and changing it to fall and making them brighter. And I I remember going through the Discord and seeing somebody coming like, hey, I think there's some weird visual bug I have going on or it's like a weird shader thing because all the trees look different. And they're like, no, that's, that's by design. That's their fall. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense because there are fall colors on the trees. So you guys have done a lot of little custom touches here and there. And I know you can't talk about all the things that you've done because there are things that people need to find and discover, you know, find out in character, that thing. But, you know, is, is there anything that you guys would want to talk that, that you want to talk about that you're, 
able to talk about with custom touches that you've done visually with the world, whether it be custom interiors, um, the environment itself, um, you know, or even just explaining what a custom interior is or what an MLO is and, and the, the little custom things visually that you guys have done. I, I can sum it all up in, in a couple words. A pain in the ass. <laughs> More or less. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. So, it's, so it hasn't been <laughs> easy is what you're saying. No. No. <laughs> but um, I can say that, yeah, like a lot of, and like when you mentioned the trees, like I, I feel like in the coda and props probably support this, but one of the things that we said that we wanted to do was to make Star City unique. And almost everything that we do, we're doing so that Star City looks and feels different because GTA 5, the environment is the same. You have San Andreas, right? That's it. You may have a different MLO, which is an interior to a building that, you know, maybe a little cute and fancy or something, but overall, the, the general landscape will end up feeling the same. And I <laughs> actually, I, I wanted to see if it was possible because uh, our, our wonderful props here was like creating forests. So I was like, I wanted to see if it was possible to, <laughs> you know, make, you know, to bring a fall time environment to you know, San Andreas, because that I like, you know, everybody felt like that would be a really cool thing. And it's not something that people have ever really seen. And yeah, it was uh, a bit of a pain in the butt, but we got it to work. Um, and then even that, like, there's other things that you can do as long as you're willing to go through the trouble of doing it, that will make the experience feel different, even though you're in the exact same city, you're walking the same streets over and over again. I think, I think Grapeseed would be like oh, yeah. props did a phenomenal job like grapeseed is like a completely different place than in base gta like props did phenomenally mm -hmm. yeah. and there's a lot of other things happening like you know that are in the northern like in blaine county mm -hmm. uh that props is doing that is making the world feel so like so different it's so wonderful i i love it i love everything that's happening in it, it really adds because like I, I know as like a role player, like you want to role play in like a cool, fun environment. And like a lot of these places just didn't feel like a spot that you could role play at. But now they're very inviting. Mm -hmm. And like I feel like, you know, I could walk down the street in Grapeseed in RP that I'm I'm going to the grocery store and buying something. And then, I oh, I need to walk over the hardware store and, and get a tool for something I'm working on. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. That, that's something cool that carries over uh, is the economy and um, uh, and and facilitating a player driven economy as best you can like um, money is a thing because it's GTA it's it's a world you're playing as people you need money you need goods you need barter you know what have you guys and like I said again without revealing anything that you don't want to reveal mm -hmm. um talk about a player-driven economy, even just your vision of a player-driven economy. You don't even have to get into server specifics, but what you guys would like to see as a player-driven economy. Um, well, pretty much on that aspect, I mean, if for the people who have been on other servers, you're going to come into the grinders, they're going to find the meta of every server and they're going to grind to get money. It's, it is a thing and it happens. Yeah. We are trying to kind of get away from the, I guess what I would classify as the norm 
of that. <clears throat> and it's any server you go to is going to have your basic cop versus crim norm of people robbing banks, robbing jewelry stores, robbing uh, grocery stores or whatever, convenience stores to generate as much money as humanly possible as fast as they quickly can. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get away from that and we're trying to invite more of a civ RP. I mean, we still have criminals and everything and they're still doing that, but we're trying to get away from that. And to get away from that, it was, well, where can we put restaurants? Where can we put jobs? Where can we put this? Where can we put that? And how can we balance the civ payout to the criminal payout and we want to make civ rp more rewarding in that aspect as well <coughs> and i was going somewhere with this and it sounded really good <laughs> no, you're, doing, you're doing really good you're doing great you were doing good i love it's um, a great explanation uh, but to get to a player-based economy is you eventually want to get away from buying and selling from NPCs. We have that. But and that's, you know, the starting basis of any economy on a server. But eventually we want people to run agricultural farms. We you know, we want people to own stores and restaurants and everything. And we want people to feel invited to instead of staying at home buying 20 fucking burgers from the convenience store and eating that, go out and role play that you're going to a diner. Go out and role play that you're going to a restaurant. Sure. Spend the money. Cycle the money through everybody. Let that like rotate. Let it continue. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like you're wanting to make a dinner, go to your local farmer's market and purchase from, you know, the actual player farmer mm-hmm. rather than going to the, you know, server's built-in grocery store. Come buy my invisible corn. Yeah, or buy <laughs> apples for happy. Or bananas for <laughs> Skittles. For happy. Yeah. Yeah. And so like that's yeah, I, I definitely agree with everything you said because it it really is a goal of not just like controlling um or like trying to encourage people to interact with each other, but it also is like a player-driven economy is like the food that is made or the food that people eat is made by other players. The the items that they have, whether that's, you know, like a lock pick or whatever else, or even just like an umbrella, you know, simple things that you might need are made by other players. And it's a way to almost eliminate interaction with NPCs and ensure that almost every interaction to purchase something or to sell something is done with another player whether that's a car, whether that's, you know, your food, whether that's your clothing, that's, again, to help ensure that, you know, you're actually having those role play interactions, which are driving the actual economy and keeping money flowing through the economy. Mm-hmm. Instead I like of that just explanation. Dollars running out of the sky, you know? <laughs> yeah. Instead of money just magically appearing. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So, excuse me for one second. I mean, my phone oh, you're fine. buzzing like crazy. You're fine, Kyle. So, where are we? Uh, <laughs> we're talking we're about economy. Yeah, we're talking about the economy. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Uh, so, I guess cosmetic. We kind of already went over that. Yeah, in a way, with oh, like yeah. the. If you guys want to talk about cosmetics, we can talk about that all day. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, that's like Callie's like thing. Jam. Okay, Listen, Callie, let's let's go over, let's go over that then. Let's talk about the cosmetics. Like, okay. how how do you do it? What do you how do you create the cosmetics for the game? Um, there's a lot of Photoshop work, a lot of coffee, and a lot of frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, so yay, <laughs> yay frustration. <laughs> but I'm gonna preface this real quick, okay? I'm not. I'm gonna let you talk. Okay, I have I have never met somebody so nitpicky about every little <laughs> teeny tiny thing. I love Callie, but like her attention to detail, like there would be like a random red pixel on something and she'd just be like, I don't like that. Where, where'd that come from? And like, fix that. Like, this is how you do that. Fix it. Like she she's a perfectionist, okay? Something and I that love you her for won't it. even see, even if you have your graphics settings set to ultra <laughs> on everything. She's like, I don't like those three little lines of pixelations that are different color. I need to redo this completely. And it's it's like it's like, yo, if you look through your eyes and you walk this close to it, you will never see that. But no, that's I'm that's kind of what you want for this, but isn't I it? See- <laughs> Listen, okay. I <laughs> yes, I retexture a lot of the interiors that we have. I retexture a lot of our clothing that like I, I head up the clothing team and fashion is going to be a major thing because that's one of the ways that people can express their characters. The interiors that, uh, you know, there's a lot of interiors that other servers are using too. But if we can make them feel different, people will enjoy them, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, Absolutely. Listen, you know, I feel so <laughs> All right, I love you guys. But that's the thing. Like, you have to, when you're doing these kind of things, you do actually have to pay that kind of attention because while you may not see it, there will be someone else who comes along like me who will be like, oh my God, this is garbage because there's that one little blue line of pixels that you couldn't see. And oh, there's a when triangle of shade on the back end of a building <laughs> that no one will ever see. There's triangles of shade because, you know, things aren't made the way they're supposed to be made and nobody wants to do their smoothing groups and couldn't figure it out in Blender. Um, <clears throat> it was made with Blender. <laughs> Listen, we're not, we're not talking about you right now. Okay. Um, but... <laughs> You're terrible. I love you, bro. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this yeah, is what so, it's like to sit with us in voice chats. Either like this or it's just silent. Silence. Silent. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as far as like, you know, the aesthetics of the world, I, I really do concern myself with that because I really do want like Star City's environment to feel different. And it needs to feel unique because we are unique. And the, the effort that's gone into it, most people won't see that right away. Um, a lot of players who are brand new or veteran role players or just have been role playing a long time. I don't want to call them veterans, but anyway, um, they, you know, they've been, they, they'll see fashion first. They'll see skin textures. They'll see hair. They'll see shoes or whatever else first. And then that will get them excited enough to stay and to go explore, to find the other things that are like, oh, well, look, here's custom plants, here's custom trees, because you don't see custom trees when you're first logging into the server to first create your character. You don't see that. You see that after. But what if this person doesn't like what they see when they're creating their character and then they don't even get to see the rest of the world? So we do have to make sure that, you know, uh, (laughs) textures are proper, you know, like 
and it goes so much so much further than like clothing it goes to police uniforms to police uh vehicles ems vehicles which coda made the the actual livery library for our ambulances they look fantastic but these are the things that catch people's eyes first yeah absolutely. also you know if you're putting down logs anywhere uh you have to make sure that you don't put them down uh exactly the same you gotta rotate your logs <laughs> you know uh <laughs> always rotate your entities so it doesn't rotate. have the same textures yeah you, it doesn't point the same direction all the time when you put yeah. down trees make sure you rotate them so it doesn't look like it's been cookie cuttered yeah exactly can't make things cookie cutter it's some awesome attention to detail not only yeah, it is. there are definitely details that i have put in that people have yet to even find exactly <laughs> see I'll, i'm gonna touch on that a little bit so originally props was trying to be a little sneaky deaky and uh he put some stuff in and he didn't realize it because you know we're always all still learning this was a long time ago by the way and this is when i forked the textures on like the entire city no it's when you tried to add the the, the secret skateboarder stuff in the city somewhere oh and he broke the to the y maps from the logging yeah. if you remember yeah and it just broke everything there's a section of highway that turned <laughs> into like mashed potatoes wait, wait, wait. <laughs> i would i would so it's like mario kart mashed potato highway oh it got no it got yeah. it got so bad like the textures like lifted off the model in and like uh, where there would be obvious collision there was like none for like no reason and finally i was like hey props did you put anything in there and he's like no <laughs> and then he was like yeah yeah i totally did okay next time you do that make sure you it's fine just make sure you throw some sort of green turtle shell in there <laughs> the player can throw at other people and or, we're good or a dragon egg but it's or a fine. dragon egg <laughs> i've had an egg listen eggs are the bane of our existence <laughs> yeah well actually bane of process existence like you uh, can ask him about eggs he knows everything i don't even want to talk about eggs <laughs> like, never control left click on your mouse when inside code walker so you guys have learned so much we really have so mm -hmm. talk to us about um two things when we're expecting the full release release date oh go out of beta um if if you guys have that if you don't just say we're still in beta that's fine um, we're in beta <laughs> all right hashtag soon hashtag, hashtag soon, soon tm okay and then how would one go about applying for the star city rp server <clears throat> first up honestly would be join discord i mean you don't have to but Join the Discord and get talking to people. We have public chats, you know, you, there's voice chats. We're always in them, like always, you know, get talking to us, get to know us. And even you don't even have to do that if you don't want to. Um, but, you know, register your forum account and then link your Discord and, you know, be a part of our Discord and then apply. Our beta application is very simple compared to a lot of other places that have whitelist applications it's very simple um but that that's the first step yeah we will uh post a link down below, below. for the uh star city rp discord server as well as the web page 
Okay. So that will be below. I could highly recommend just join the Discord first because once you join the Discord, everything you need to know to get started is there under the important information. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I will say, uh, you know, just kind of noticing this, I've been sitting watching Chris's background play over and over again because that, that is that's the monkey incident that I'm incredibly fond of, obviously. And, you know, we've talked about things hidden and stuff in the game and little surprises like that happening. I've been watching this loop over and over again, and, and I think I finally caught something that that props hid. I've been sitting there watching this, and I finally saw it. And so, Chris, as you watch behind you when you spin around, wait for it, wait for it. Right there in the background, it looks like a red bush, but I think that's actually Mephisto hiding oh. in Legion Square. Fuck off! That- <laughs> Hold on, again. Fuck off! <laughs> It's Mephisto. It's Mephisto hiding right in the middle of Legion Square. So it's been there the whole time. Who would have thought? Maybe, baby. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to make a character now that's like a play on words that's like not Mephisto and just like bug Guyver's character all the time. (laughs) In Mephisto. Roland's going to be like, why are you still with me, demon? (laughs) I want to... I want to thank you guys, first of all, the whole yeah, 100%. crew of you guys for coming on and agreeing to sit through and, and do this with us because... Uh, to indulge you know, us. To indulge us because, I mean, we all go way back and, uh, you know, it's been a blast getting back into role play with you guys and and uh, trying to break everything that I can break and find things and such and just getting back together and doing this type of thing again. So I, I appreciate you being able to play. Mm. Welcoming Chris who is a complete, total, utter noob. Noob. Um, and uh, letting him get going with it. And then just, uh, you know, agreeing to come on and talk to us for a little bit. So I appreciate you guys. And we'll make sure we have links to everything down below. If you guys, if there's anything else that you want to plug in the mm-hmm. in the show notes or in the, in the uh, show description that we'll, you know, have below the video and below the, the description and the audio, let us know. We'll put links to the Discord and the forums and you guys want your streams out there let me know we'll put them on you know anything that you guys want out there we'll put it there and i just i just want to thank you guys is there anything that you three want to leave the listeners with before we wrap this up like any nuggets of wisdom on how to do rp how to what to do in your server you know just anything have fun yeah yeah have fun express express your creative nature like you know, if you if you've never done this before, try it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no shame in in trying. And even if you don't like it, still try it. Mm-hmm. Because I, I never thought that I would like this when I first started, and that was a couple years ago. And here I am. You're still doing it. Yeah, exactly. So that's awesome. Well, just like know. anything, try it. Right. I never thought almost two years ago, randomly on. Uh, a server we used to play on getting punched in the face because I looked like an NPC by <laughs> that man, we would end up here. <laughs> it was an accident, I swear. Coda is a bad bitch. But <clears throat> yeah, have fun. Yeah. Props, do you just, just yeah, go ahead. Be willing to uh, I guess break the norm. Uh, GTA 5 RP has helped a lot of people come out of their comfort zone. Um, or RP in general has helped people come out of their comfort zone. So, 
you know, go out there, enjoy, tell a story, have fun, be creative. So. Awesome. Kyle, anything you want to leave them with since um, you have played? Since I played, I will say that kind of going off of what Coda said a little bit, I wouldn't have thought like a couple of years ago that me randomly, like there's a weird chain of events that led me to the server that I was on, but, and then even a weirder chain of events once I was in the server that led me to being a corner man at a bare knuckle boxing match that the entire server was at. Uh, BYOB. BYOB for Mr. I was, was I, I think I was his corner man first and he was my corner man in that file. We just got thrown together. That mm-hmm. chain of events led to the friendship I have with, you know, all these people that are, um, except for Chris, I knew him before, but all the RP people yeah. here that like, it's just, you don't know what'll happen. You don't know the friendships that you'll make and the connections that you'll make. And, you know, I, I think I've made several, um, you know, lifelong friends just through the process of playing GTRP. And I've not only, you know, I've made the friends, I've, I've been able to use it to work through, you know, personal issues and things. And, and it's, it's just a great outlet for so many things and a great big open door for other things to let people in and, and, you know, be a part of your life in different ways. So I've got, a have got a big soft spot for it because of that. And because of a lot of these people that are, you know, or because of these people that are here on the show with us too. Right on. Well, with that, this has been every man's guide to nerddom. I'm Chris and I'm Kyle and wherever you guys are, please have a great evening, night, morning, whatever time it is and be good to each other. Nerd call, could rise up. It could get elevated. Nerd call, used to be just a made up 